Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined, as always, by Armani Buckets and Brandon Deutsch. No G. Hey Wiley today, not feeling well, but uh, how are you two doing today? I'm doing good. I mean, NFL season starts today. Jihei needs to recover quick because right. kickoff is tonight. And I know that, you know, this... I was actually driving by Hermosa Beach yesterday at the pier, and there were so many people in Buffalo Bills gear. So many. That's what like, I heard. everybody. Yeah. And it was, like, wow. at least 100, 150 people that I saw. Wow. Just outside. I didn't yeah. go into any of the establishments, but it was... Buffalo Bills, we know that their fans are, yeah. are diehards. They're everywhere. So, yeah, I yeah, know. I'm excited. I'll be there tonight. Arash will be there tonight. It's going to be a really great fun Mona, game. the whole crew. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to be such a great game. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous, and I was nervous about this, that this will be, you know, this is a championship celebration. They're going to raise the Super Bowl banner, but... Um, there's going to be a lot of the opposing team fans. And I know that, that, that we see that a lot for Chargers games. I know that we saw that at the beginning of the Rams time period here, but it would be really tough that on a night that is supposed to celebrate last season's championship, if, the, if like half the stadium is cheering for the Bills. Did they announce if the fans can jump on tables outside and tailgating? Life? I think they just do it. I, I don't know <laughs> if they get any kind of per, permission for it, but uh, yeah. Would you ever do that? No. Are you kidding me? Please. <laughs> not, a, not a chance. All right. Let's get to today's headlines brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Million and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Hit it, Buckets. All right, guys, the NFL season is upon us as the Bills take on the defending champion LA Rams at SoFi tonight. Are you guys excited? I think I know the answer to that. (laughs) And who do you think, more importantly, will win this game. I am pumped. I know what Brandon believes. So I'm going to take the road less traveled here because I believe the Vegas line is that the Bills will win. I think that they're favored by two and a half. Two and a half. So I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the home team tonight. Um, you know, listen, I, I I do like this Rams team and we'll touch on this. It is hard to repeat. So as much as I like this team, as much as I, I think that they will be competitive, K 
can win the division, can have another uh, good run. Hard to repeat. Generally speaking, in these first games of the season, sometimes there's a lot of focus on the Super Bowl banner and the celebration. So sometimes the uh, teams don't come out that strong. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the home team. Um, I know our good friend here, Brandon, does not agree with me there. Yeah, no, this is going to be a good game. I truly believe that. But I think it comes down to the Rams don't have anything to prove. They just won a Super Bowl, in my opinion. And the Bills have everything to prove, right? They they choked in that game against Kansas City. And who knows, if they win that game, they probably win the Super Bowl, at least get there, because I don't think the Bengals beat the Bills. You never know, though. So they got a lot to prove. I know Jalen Ramsey's going to be locked in on Stephon Diggs, at least in the man coverage. So I expect Gabe Davis to have a huge day. And I expect Allen Robinson to have a huge day for the Rams and have a great debut. Because I do think that the Bills, they ranked number one in total defense defense last year um they're just a dominant team so they're gonna do everything they can to keep cooper cup in check but i mean let's be real cup got how many touchdowns last year 16 yeah he's bound to get one so i think it'll be close but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say right, here's hold a, on okay <laughs> not no, you, you go i know what you're gonna say I, I, you said bills by like 20 points no 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 ago. i said bills by 14 now i'm saying bills by 10 so it'll be closer Wait. We got to get an official pick. We are going to lock it in. We're going to get okay, the sound okay. of a lock. Okay, and this will be, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. So, like, we are here Thursday before kickoff of the game. What is your official prediction? We're going to lock it in. Okay, I'm going to say 40. Bills are going to win 42 Ooh, to shoot. 30. I'll say 12. Okay. 12. 12 42 to high scoring game, right? Yes, oh, yeah. This is no, going to be a high score. No Even though defense. these are two good defenses. Yeah. Although, like, everyone's high on the Rams. I'm like, dude, they ranked, like, 17th in defense against the run last year, you know, but yeah. I mean, it's going to be 42 to 30 bills in my opinion. It's debatable. 12 points. Do you consider that a close game? That it's just, it's two Brandon touchdowns. So. Telling us for the last two weeks that the, you said the bills are going to blow. Them that out. is blowing the Rams out. The Rams will never lose by more so than you like gotta 10 pick points. How, how you describe it because a good game and a close game is not well, because the same think about as a blow- this. In the NFL, it's so hard to get blown out by like, I will by say like 14 plus the points. most, um, the, the 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 score that looks like this game is done is a 13-point lead. I've seen that so often in this league where a team's up by 13. Touchdown, the onside kick, other touchdown, and then you win the game. So 13 does look big. It's two touchdowns. I mean, I'm not saying that I mean, that's, that's a, you that's, know. That's big in the NFL because think it about is. it. Like the Ravens are playing the Jets this weekend and no one's going to pick the Jets. The Ravens probably only win by like 13, 14. And they're but expected to the blow that The only thing I'm out. saying is 13 points, you can find a way to come back. Again, oh, no, it's, it's a true. It's touchdown, onside touchdown. I mean, when, it, when it's more than that, then it's like, okay, this game is over. But if it's a two-score game, okay, so he's got a 42 to 30. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really close now this is a statistic uh about sean mcveigh the rams are five and zero in week ones under sean mcveigh and the defending super bowl champions on thursday nights are 14 and 2 wow that's this from pro football talk of those yeah yeah so this is why the rams are going to lose 17th in defense against the pass last year 17th they gave up 250 passing yards a game that doesn't seem like a lot but when you're going up against josh allen who's so lethal in both passing and rushing attack it's hard. Bills in passing yards per game, they only gave up 163 first in the NFL. So that's why the Bills are going to win. And now this is another quote. And I, I, I just saw this quote on Twitter today and I remembered it, but I forgot all about it for the last few years. <laughs> Do you guys remember what Jalen Ramsey said about Josh Allen years ago? No. 
I think Alan is trash. Whoa. I don't care what nobody say. He's oh, I trash. do remember this. And it's going to show, too. That's a <laughs> stupid draft pick to me. This was years ago. Yeah. He said, we played them this year, and I'm ex- and I'm really So, Ross, excited. are you going to change your pick now? He was on the Jags when he said this, and yes. I remember this. No, I'm going with the Rams. I'm going 28-24. Rams are going to win tonight. Well, you're, you're all your L.A. I mean, you're an L.A. legend. Your followers are going to <laughs> kill you if you don't go with the Rams tonight. I gotta so go with, you got to go, gotta with, the go with the Rams. Although, no, listen, I mean, I, most of Los Angeles, I think, roots for some other teams. And that's why, you know, we didn't have a team here for 21 years. So we got a lot of 49er fans. We got Raider fans, we got Cowboy fans, what? Yeah, I'm not going to so, bandwagon back to the Rams. They betrayed LA. They left. Now they're right. back. I'm they going, did. They betrayed LA. I'm going 27-24. So close to you, Rams. 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 So we're both Rams going with the Rams. 27-24. That low scoring of a game. A field That's goal. not a. I mean, 27-24 th- for is a two low high score. octane offenses. You're that's going pretty off a low. last year. I mean, I, that. By the way, I. I there's got to be. Well, what's the over/under on the game? What's on points? Uh, I'm yeah. going over as well, long as clearly you're going 42 to 30. Yeah, <laughs> I really think it's. I mean, despite the Bills being elite defensively and the Rams having a good defense, I think it's going to be a high-scoring yeah. game. Yeah, listen, I, I, the, that would be a fun Thursday night game for for us for Grant who, who will be there. I think that would be a fun game. A 42-30 game would be a, a fun game. 53 over. That is yeah. Well, you're, over. You're going, you're, you're going That's over. free money. So, I'm not good at math. Hold on. 28. Plus <laughs> okay, yeah. So you're, you're right going with there. the over? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right there. Yep. You're under. You're 1.0. I mean, look, okay. it's never free money. Anytime I say a bet is free money, I usually get jinxed <laughs> and it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I don't know. Knock on wood. Hopefully it's a high-scoring, high fun game. Looking at the long-term outlook, the Rams are trying to become the first repeat Super Bowl champion since Tom Brady's 03-04 Patriots nearly 20 years ago. What do you guys think will need to happen and who will need to step up the most for that to happen? Defense, and Brandon touched on it. I mean, if, if, if they're going to win, if they're going to repeat, the defense has to step up. And, and here's the thing, with, with Sean McVay and Stafford and Cup and, and who they have, they're going to score points. I mean, so, you know, generally speaking, if you're going to score 30 points, which is what Brandon's predicting, you shouldn't lose by 12. So, like, if that plays out the way that he's saying, that's going to be a problem this season. And the same problem that we've talked about with USC, you that the view is that the Rams will will find a way to score a ton of points. Now, if you give up a ton of points, that's the problem. So, if they are to repeat, if they are to be the first team since Tom Brady's uh, uh Patriots team, they got two score points, but defense, the defense is the key there. Yeah, no, um, uh, Rosh hit it right on the money. It's going to be about defense. I do think they'll be better against the pass this year. 17th, that was kind of like an outlier because in the playoffs, they were much better against the pass. We saw that. It's, I mean, except like the Buccaneers game where Tom Brady came back. They, I mean, to, to that extent, like the Rams were dominating the Bucs until the end of the third quarter in that game, especially against the pass. Like Brady had his worst game of the year, almost. I mean, it was, it was, so I do think that that's a step in the right directions. A lot of times playoff, the playoffs, the intensity goes up the Rams this is why it's like the Rams yes they're going to be a good team I do think they win to the division even though I think the Niners are good and the Cardinals are good I think the Rams win 12 games but to win the Super Bowl it's easier in the NFC than the AFC I feel like the big thing other than defense against the pass and Bobby Wagner still being great is I think it's going to have to be Allen Robinson. I think he's going to have to have a huge year similar to when we went into last year and people were like, oh, Robert Woods is number one, Cooper Cup's number two. 
now we're going in Cooper Cup's number one, um, Allen Robinson's number two. And I'm not saying Robinson's going to have a better year in Cup. That's That would be foolish because Cup just had like with the best season of all time. But I do think he's going to have 1,300 receiving yards, almost something like that. And he's going to have a huge year and that's going to propel them on a playoff run. I truly believe that. I love where your head's at, Brandon. That was exactly where I was going to go with this. As a fan of the Bears, I've witnessed this guy put up massive numbers and then all of a sudden, after he has a down season, because our offense was terrible, people are like, oh, Allen Robinson, he's kind of an afterthought now. He's 29 years old in the prime of his career. And I think this season is really going to show people what Bears fans saw out of him for his entire career in Chicago. This guy has been a star everywhere he's gone from Jacksonville to Chicago. And think about the quarterback play that he's had that whole time. And the fact that you just mentioned, he's never had a Cooper Cup that takes the attention away from him. Now he can kind of just chill in that number two role. And I really think as long as that was one key and the other key is obviously Stafford's elbow. I mean, if, if his elbow causes him problems where he has to miss time, then this is all kind of goes down the drain. But yeah. I mean, we know the defense is going to every championship team is going to need a, a, at least a solid defense. Mm-hmm. But offensively, I am a little bit concerned about Stafford's elbow and Robinson. But I do think it's going to work out. I think they're going to be good. Like you I said. think they'll get back to the NFC title game. At least I really do. So at least that means like, so, I mean, th- that's a fantastic that's season. That's a great year. That's no, great I do year. think like, I think people are kind of sleeping on the Rams a little bit. Like I do think we, we were going to touch yeah. on this yesterday. I do want your prediction. Cause I, I'm, I, uh-huh. I like San Francisco as well. Yeah. If, yeah. It, they're it, not going to win the division though. Okay. They're not going to win the division. Okay. So, so I'm putting the carp before the horse. Like, let's, let's go around the table maybe. And I, I mean, I do believe that, the, that what we're seeing tonight, and I'm hoping, but I do believe tonight's matchup is a preview of the Super Bowl. It's possible. What is your official prediction for, for the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Oh, man. Hey, look, I, I, I this is tough. I'm going to say... I wanted to say 49ers Bills. That was my prediction last year. That's been good. Um, I do think that you know Armand brought up you have to have a dominant defense to win a Super Bowl, and I think the Niners have the best defense in the NFL besides the the Bills this year. It's about Trey Lance. So because of the uncertainty of Trey Lance, even though I like him and I think he'll be a superstar eventually, it might not happen this year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Bucks versus Bills. Oh, I think. Wait, I, Tom Brady. Yeah, coming back, amazing. I, I do. Even Can you imagine tumult, It's gonna be a tumultuous year yeah. because people are like, oh, people are hurt, blah blah blah. But he always finds. I mean, he almost found a way to beat the Rams. The yeah. Rams had them dead in the water, and he almost found a way to win. So I'm gonna go Bucks versus. I think the Bucks will play the the Rams in the NFC Championship game, and then the first round. As of right now, I'm gonna say the Niners lose to the Bucks in Tampa. Okay. The Niners are a wild card team at 11 wins. That's just the floor for the Niners. Now, if Lance, yeah. it's if Lance turns into like one of the top ten best quarterbacks in the league, then the Niners are a different animal, and they're going to be tough to beat because yeah. they got to the NFC title game with Jimmy last year, who wasn't even top maybe seventeen in the league. Yeah. So it all depends, right? But I do think the Bills Chargers is my AFC Championship game, and I think the Bills win that game. I got um, so my whole thing is I'm big on offensive line play, which I mean. Obviously, if you have a great offensive line, your quarterback has a lot of time. Yeah. And when when you think about it from that standpoint, I like Philadelphia, and I like I like Kansas, Philadelphia Kansas too. City because you give Mahomes time. I know they lost Tyreek Hill, 
but Patrick Mahomes. It reminds me of the time when Brady in 07, 08, and I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to go run the table undefeated, but Brady had all day to throw. He literally, they were they would joke about him sipping a cup of coffee back behind his offensive line before he made a decision. And if you give Pat Mahomes the same kind of leverage yeah. that Brady had at that point, I just By the way, think he's going to be unstoppable. I want to predict the two best games of the year. They're going to be in the AFC Divisional. It's going to be Ravens versus the Bills. And the Bills are going to win by three points. That's going to be a huge wow. game because I think Lamar is going to finish second or third in MVP voting behind Allen and Herbert. I think Lamar is going to have a huge year. It's contract year, right? And then the other great game, I think the Chiefs lose in a wild card game, Armand. I really do this year. I don't love them without without Tyreek. I think they lose to the Bengals in a wild card game. And then we're, this, the best game of the year is going to be Bengals Chargers at SoFi Stadium in the AFC oh, Divisional. Wow. I really, yeah. truly believe that's going to be like the best game we'll see. Like two just masters at their craft, Herbert and Burrow. How good can the Chargers be? Again, we know how good they are on paper. Justin Herbert, talent. I mean, can this team win the division? Yes. Win the I, I, I think yeah. they do win the division because the Tyreek lost. Yeah. Like I get Mahomes. Is still, there's the Chiefs are still going to win 10, 11 games. Everyone yeah. knows that, right? Yeah. Everyone, even in a tough division because they simply have Pat Mahomes. They still have Kelsey. What concerns me about the Chiefs and why I think they'll lose in the wild card this year, we saw them lose uh, in, in the championship game when everyone thought they were going to the Super Bowl. And what I noticed in that game is their defense was awful. Now they lose Tyron Matthew, who's their anchor, and Shavarius Ward, their best corner, to the, or arguably their best corner, to the 49ers. I think their defense sucks. Like, I think it's horrid. One of the worst in the league. I think that's going to really hurt them in a yeah. wild card game, especially against a good offense like Cincinnati if they do play them in the first round. Or even Baltimore. Like yeah. Baltimore would go to work on them. That's why I think their 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 ceiling isn't as high as the Chargers, because the Chargers are just they have the roster. It's like Nick Hamilton says he's gonna be on the show. They have the roster to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's about whether Brandon Staley can really get this team together and make some good coaching decisions. Yeah. Speaking of the Chargers, they will open their season on Sunday against the Raiders. And the two division rivals, we know that they both have high expectations mm. going into the season. Guys, who do you expect to win this game and why? I like the Chargers. I, I Listen, I think the beauty when the schedule came out was that was one of the best games of the season. And, and it's week one now. I mean, I mean, that was a playoff game and the anticipation for that game. If you win, you're in the postseason. If you lose, you're you're done. Uh, it was a fantastic game. I know the Chargers have been thinking about that game for quite some time so they definitely like the chargers in this game once again though the stories you know not the story but one of the stories will be the crowd obviously it'll be a raiders crowd it'll be silver and black and and that's why i really believe guys this is such a critical year for them when you talk about can they move the needle here in los angeles the rams just won the super bowl not only did they win the super bowl they won it at sofi they've been to the super bowl twice if the chargers are going to move the needle here they got to not only have a successful season if they can get to the super bowl if they can win if they can have a parade or something like that i mean this is a really big season but they got the talent i like yeah. them to win in week one. Oh, 100%. Uh, I do like the Raiders. I think, you know, you put in the 10-win team with Devontae Adams, you add in. I know Josh McDaniels was a horrible head coach last time he was a head coach, and I don't trust him. 
However, they have the talent to win nine or ten games. Now, whether they do that and whoever, it's battle for third place because I think Kansas City is going to finish second despite, you know, losing Tyreek. I think the Chargers finish first, and I think the Chargers win this game. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Justin Herbert's a generational talent, and yeah. I just think he's going to throw 40 to 50 touchdown passes this year. And I, 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 like I mentioned, I think they get to the AFC title game. It's going to be tough to beat the Bills, but I would yeah. not count this. This is a good sleeper team to bet on to win the Super Bowl. They have the roster to do it. This is such an important game for them, too. You guys just both mentioned it. I mean, yeah. all the expectations going into the season, you have to kind of start off on the right foot because if you don't, all the talking heads are going to say, oh, this will be a Chargers. close game, by the I, way. I agree. I do think that the Chargers win, and I, I agree for the reasons you guys mentioned. I mean, Herbert needs to stand, send a statement to the Los Angeles fan base right off the bat. You have to get this one. You yeah. have to start 1-0 because if you don't, Again, we know what the media is going to be saying about them if they start 0-1, especially if it's against a division rival like the Raiders. Look, they can, but it's it's like Carolina always starts 4-0, and they lose the rest of their games, right? So, I mean, yeah. first game doesn't matter. But, you know, the, the, the thing that'll be curious to watch here, guys, is Brandon Daly was sort of like this genius, young, you know, crazy coach. They have to figure out a way to, like, not, like, this team is talented enough where you don't have to take as that the, like the chances that, that he took. So, um, listen, I love Brandon Staley. I do think in a city like Los Angeles that they like guys that they go for it. You know, fourth and one at the two, fourth and three at like midfield. Why the heck not? All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our good friend Nick Hamilton. When we return on the mightier 1090 of Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California, 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or a comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline right now. Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest with $12 million in guaranteed prizes are back. Visit CircusSports.com for details. And here he is, our main man, Nick Hamilton. Nick, how are you? What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? We are good. We are still recovering from that amazing uh, party that Jihei had. She's still recovering. She's not here in the studio right 
that, I, I think that yeah, that's for <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, it was good to see you with the crew in person for the first time. Uh, Nick, big big game tonight at SoFi Super Bowl champion Rams unveiling the banner. Let's start there, Nick. I mean, what can fans expect? Uh, you know, what what do the Rams have planned for this first game at SoFi since the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, the fans have been encouraging the fans to be in their seats around 450 because they're going to do a championship banner ceremony. Obviously, that's going to be amazing for a lot of Rams fans, especially here in Los Angeles. Uh, they got a chance to experience the Rams winning a Super Bowl uh, last season, so that's going to be amazing. Obviously, Stan Kroenke going to be there. The watch Rams are going to be in attendance. Uh, Kevin Demoff, Les Snead, as you all know, Les Snead and, and Sean McVay have been extended to 2026 um, as of today, which is a great sign. Um, and then also, too, on the field, I think that the, the, the Rams have got them to be to manage their emotions. I think they have to protect the football. Um, I think Matthew Stafford's going to have to have, you know, maximum protection uh, because the, the the Bills do have a good defense. They have a great leader on defense, Von Miller, someone we all uh, have known last season who won the, helped, helped the Rams win a Super Bowl last season. Uh, but the Bills are without their top corner, uh, which could be uh, a nice little mismatch for either Cooper Cup or Allen Robinson at top. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Rams adjust and how they settle into their digs uh, once the game gets going. Um, you know, all through the week when you spoke with Jalen Ramsey, you spoke with Matthew Stafford, you know, they were saying, hey, we turned the page. Obviously, uh, Sean McVay said they turned the page. But obviously, it's a different mindset when you actually have, you know, 60,000, 70,000 fans cheering you on um, as the banner, you know, is raised for a championship. So, um, you know, it's going to be, I'm sure for a lot of the, 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 the the team is going to be a surreal moment, um, but then they have to get down to business. And, you know, as we know, Sean McVay has been 5-0 and in the home opener, so his record is definitely going to be put to the test tonight or so far. Nick, what was the significance? Again, we, we had heard for some time that the team will give a contract extension to McVay, to Snead. Um, Clearly, they, they, they probably timed it this way to um, happen right before the first game of the season. Take us through that whole process, because, again, the Cats been out of the bag for quite some time there. Yeah, I think, I mean, we all knew it was inevitable as far as, you know, what the, the great work that Les Need has done. Uh, obviously, Sean McVay, um, Kevin Demoff, you know, Stan Kroenke as the owner. And the, thing, the smart thing about this Rams organization is the fact that they didn't bring the same exact thing back. We saw in times before what Tampa Bay has done when they tried to repeat. They brought everybody back, coaches, players, staff, and it didn't work. They came up shorter than a midget at a year. Um, so the thing about it is, you know, the Rams are a smart organization. They made sure that, uh, you know, they, they tweak the roster, they keep tweaking the roster. Uh, we saw what they did last season in midseason. Obviously, they acquired OBJ and Von Miller, uh, which was a significant upgrade at their various positions. And so, um, you know, this year they've obviously got Allen Robinson. Um, they have a healthy Cam Makers. They have a healthy Daryl Henderson, Jake Funk. Um, you know, obviously Cooper Cup, uh, Super Bowl MVP. You got Allen Robinson, like I said, and you, you have, uh, you know, Leonard Cordes on the defensive side. You know about how, how massive Aaron Donald is. Uh, Ernest Jones, uh, who's continued to, to make strides. Um, you know, and then Jalen Ramsey, obviously top notch corner. Um, you know, Nick's gotten those boys. So I think the Rams are definitely on the trajectory trying to win, you know, multiple championships. And they have a great opportunity of returning to the Super Bowl if they can stay healthy and win uh, ball games that they need to win. 
And speaking of that, Nick, before we had you on in the first segment, we talked about our Super Bowl predictions and we gave our final four of each conference. I said Chargers, Bills and Rams, Bucks in the Super Bowl, Bucks versus Bills. I wanted to hear, I know it's early, but I wanted to hear your preseason predictions for the Super Bowl and who you think will play in the NFC and AFC Championship this year. Well, as usual, Brandon's been drinking this morning. <laughs> drinking? <and> why? <laughs> why? Because the Bucks are going to the Super Bowl? No, because you're out of your you're out of your mind. If you think the Bucks are going to make the Super Bowl, first of all, Tom got to get home straight. Let's be honest. Him and Giselle ain't on the greatest terms, but we all know. I don't care how great Tom Brady is, and he is he is the goat for sure. But when your home life is not in order, it affects your play on the field from time to time. It just does. So I'm not confident that the, the Bucks are going to make the Super Bowl. Hey, I didn't over. say the Niners. I didn't say the Niners. I know. I heard what you said. We, we speak English. <laughs> We don't need to translate it, but I, listen, I'm saying what you're saying, you out of your mind. If you think the Los Angeles Rams don't have a significant chance of beating the Tampa Bay Bucks, which they've proven time and time again, they beat the Bucks how many times since Tom Brady has been in, in Tampa? Okay, let's let, let me move on, but we'll, we'll throw that one out for Brandon. Like we'll have to face on that. But like I said, I think it's going to be the Rams and, and the Bills in the Super Bowl. I think this is a Super Bowl preview. I yes, think the Bills I agree. are a, a, a top-notch team on both sides of the ball. I think if they get their top-notch cornerback healthy, I think special teams is right. I think they have a great leader on defense in Bob Miller. I think they have a great leader on offense in, in, uh, in uh, Josh. Uh, so I think, you know, they, they have a great opportunity. The AFC is a lot tougher than the NFC, I will say that much. I think you can't count out the Chargers. If they can stay healthy, again, the biggest problem with the Chargers is their ability to stay healthy. So if they can't stay healthy, what does that leave you? I mean, that's, we're, we're going to sit up here and disrespect the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to disrespect the Baltimore Ravens. We're not going to give them a shot. Okay. Let me know how that works out. Yeah, no. Um, okay. I mean, that's a. I see. I <laughs> Wait, see what you're Nick, from. you did something that we have not seen during our time with Brandon. You've left him speechless. <laughs> Brandon Deutsch, for the first time in this show's history, speechless. I'm, I'm just saying, if Trey Lance can figure out how to play football, the Niners are going to be a problem. But, I mean, the Rams going to the Super Bowl again, that's not out of the question. I have him in the NFC title. Wait, 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 wait. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Brandon say you said the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl? Now you going to the Well, I don't want. Bad juju against me. I don't want bad juju against me. I say the 49ers get out in the divisional round right now, but if Trey Lance turns into a top 10 quarterback, Super Bowl. You are up and down worse than a sack of stones in the I know. I'm on my Kanye stuff. Bipolar is a hell of a drug. No, but Nick, I want to ask you next about the Chargers. You didn't mention them going to the Super Bowl. Where do you think they end up this year? I think they they I think they can possibly make the second round. I think because here's the thing, like I said, the AFC West is going to be very, very competitive and very tough this year. I mean, you, you look at just in their division, you can't count out the Kansas City Chiefs, even though they lost their, their playmaker at Tyreek Hill, and that's going to be a significant challenge for them. Um, but I, I don't think you can count them completely out. I don't. I think you actually can't count the Las Vegas Raiders with Devontae Adams now that Derek Carr has a solid weapon to throw to and take some pressure off Hunter Winkfo and uh, um, their tight ends. I mean, Josh Jacobson at running back. Um, so I think they have they have some significant, some significant pieces. Um, you look at, like I said, the Baltimore Ravens. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's defense. I'm not confident on their offense, but Pittsburgh's defense. Um, so I think they, 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 the, you know, the AFC, 
is going to be a tough division. Obviously, the Buffalo Bills are going to be right in the thick of things. So the AFC is going to be very, very tough. It's going to be much tougher than the NFC. So, like I said, the biggest, the Chargers' biggest problem is health. Obviously, Jason Jackson is day-to-day. You know, he's out of his walking boot, which is a great sign for the Chargers. But if he's listed as day-to-day, which we don't know what day-to-day means. Is day-to-day meaning one game? Does it mean three games in the season? We don't know. And then, obviously, there's been a, there's been a concern about Derwin James and his health. I think Derwin James is absolutely a phenomenal player. I think he's one of the best of his position. I think when healthy, Derwin James can beat you inside. He can beat you outside. He's a nightmare for opposing offenses. But can he stay healthy? Can Joey Bosa stay healthy? Can, you know, where are we going to get out of Camille Mack? Because we know Camille Mack is no longer in his prime, what we saw in Chicago and obviously with the Raiders. So that's going to be a question mark as well. But overall, can these guys stay healthy? Can Mike Williams not fall on the football and be out two weeks? as he's been known to do. Um, incredible talent when it comes to the 50-50 ball. He's, a, he's an 80-20 guy. Uh, but can he stay healthy? I think the biggest pickup was Sonny Michel uh, in the running game, especially if Austin Eckler happens to get hurt. You know, you got Sonny Michel to actually back up because I was that 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 uh, that running game, man, was more suspect than, than, than uh, the first 48. So, I mean, you know, it comes to a point where you know, these guys have got to stay healthy. You know what you have in Justin Herbert, an absolute flat-out stud. So you just got to figure out what you need to do to remain healthy. Have they changed the training staff at all? Um, have they have they changed the training routine? Um, so that when it comes to November and December, you know, they can have a, a very healthy core, you know, making a strong playoff for Nick, one of my favorite games this weekend that I'm looking forward to is the Packers and the Vikings. I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but I want to get your thoughts on that division, the NFC North, and who you think is going to win. Because we've talked about Devontae Adams leaving the the Packers. You have the Lions on hard knocks. I don't know how you feel about them. But in terms of that division, how do you see it playing out? Well, I think the Vikings, I mean, you got Justin Jefferson. I think it's a a dynamic player. Um, You know, obviously, Steven is still there. Um, I think, you know, the, the, it's going to be a dogfight. I think between the, the Vikings and the Packers, it's going to be a dogfight. You still can't count Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Um, this is going to be a different type of Aaron Rodgers because he lost his, his, his playmaker in Devontae Adams. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how that takes out. Um, the Lions continue to suck. Uh, they're going to suck. Uh, that's just what they are. They're the Detroit Lions, for God's sake. Um, so I think the Bears are going to continue to suck. I mean, it's, it's a damn shame because Justin Fields is also talented, and I wish they would get that man some serious help. I mean, he, he lost an, uh, another weapon who's obviously going to be playing tonight in the, in, with Allen Robinson. Um, I do like Montgomery at, 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 at running back still, but I don't think that the Bears have enough. I think Justin Fields is going to be fighting for his natural born life out there on the field Sunday in and Sunday out. Um but I think the top two teams are going to be battling out for that NFC North division. It's going to be uh, the Vikings and the Packers. Uh, Nick, we had some news from the Lakers this week. Surprise, I guess, press conference, media availability. I don't even know what you, you what you would call it. Pat Bev addressing the media. But the highlight there is Russell Westbrook was there. Um, you know, they uh, shook hands, they hugged, it went viral because that's where we're at with things <laughs> with the Lakers. Your uh, thoughts on that? Your, your your thoughts on what happened there? You know, I thought I was watching the Hallmark Channel when I first <laughs> saw that. I mean, it, it almost brought a tear to my eye. 
No, first of all, that press conference was for the Laker beat writers. Let's be honest. And nobody in the media barely even heard about that press conference. Yep. It was, I mean, it was more secret. It was more secret than a Beyonce album. <laughs> uh, so you know, I, I listen. Pat Beverly can say all the right things. Then we hear the same. Then we hear the same all the right things from Russell Westbrook when he first came to his press conference last year. How did that turn out? Yeah. So yeah, everybody's going to say all the right things for right now. But when they start going on five and six game losing streak, then we're going to see when the rubber meets the road. Um, you know, I think I, I like Patrick Beverly shooting from three. I think he, he shot with 38, 39% from three, which is really remarkable for a guy of his caliber. And I think that's going to help the Lakers who have been struggling at three, um, you know, with their, with their, with their roster, especially last season. But I also think that, um, you know, they're, they're like, like Brandon and I have discussed. I think Armand jumped in this too. They're seven to eight better teams than the Lakers in the Western Conference right now. So yeah. that's going to be a difficult test. And they make the play-in tournament, quite possibly. Even if they make the first round, they're going to get smashed. And, yeah. you know, they, they don't have the caliber of, of player that they should have uh, when it comes to all these other teams that we've mentioned in the Western Conference. Uh, Nick, USC back at the top 10 for the first time since 2017. That being said, a little nervous about the game on Saturday, going up to Palo Alto, the farm, to play Stanford. It's always a tough game, only a nine-point spread. And I say that because Stanford's not supposed to be, quote-unquote, supposed to be that good. But we've seen it time and time again, Nick. And, and, and really, we saw it big last year where USC, big favorite over Stanford at the Coliseum. That was the end of the road for Clay Helton. Your thoughts on USC, first of all, again, big win. I mean, when I say big win, 66-14. to 14. But uh, your thoughts going into this game? On Saturday against Stanford. Well, it was a big win against what, rice, wheat, corn, whatever food that was that came in there. Um, you know, it was a cakewalk for them. It was like playing a junior college. They might as well play the El Camino. Uh, but when you look at the Stanford team, now they're getting into the real pack for a play. And, you know, the, the, the offense looks absolutely incredible. Kevin Williams is phenomenal. Um, but I think. The defense has more questions than answers, and that's what's going to concern me if they don't continue to step up their defense. I even when I asked Lincoln Riley about the defense, he kind of just said, oh, you know, he was, he was fairly optimistic about the defense. And I said, well, wait a minute, man, what game were you watching? Uh, because that defense was, was really, really questionable. Um, and maybe they, they'll get it together this week against Stanford. They're going to have to because Stanford's going to always play themselves. I don't care where Stanford is rated or ranked. They're always going to play SC Sun, especially at the farm. Um, so I think it's going to be it's going to be a dogfight. I think, um, but I think offensively, I'm not concerned offensively. I think deep, the question mark is more defense that you put that together. If they can, they're going to be a very formidable opponent in the South, especially uh, as they move along because they're going to have a very very tough test uh, coming up in October, I believe, when they face the Utah youth in Utah. Nick, wanted to get your thoughts on the WNBA Finals. This has been such an amazing postseason. I think there's been a ton of people who've maybe tuned in who are, who are not maybe big fans and have just been hooked. I mean, what an amazing series with Las Vegas and Seattle. Uh, your thoughts as we headed to the finals here. It looks like perhaps Las Vegas may be on the brink of getting their first major professional sports championship. Hey, my MVP is better than yours. That's all I know. <laughs> Congratulations to Adrian Wilson. She was absolutely phenomenal along with Chelsea Gray. I mean, the dynamic duo. Um, you know, I think that you know, the Aces are just an incredibly battle-tested battle team. I think Becky Hammond's done a phenomenal job. Um, but the one thing that stood out to me when I, saw, when I spoke with Becky Hammond is, is the fact that 
how she was able to, to, to treat, how she was able to treat, you know, the, the players as individuals, but you know that how important it is to come together as a collective. But also, too, the thing that stood out to me is the strategy of Becky Hammond and how she's able to prepare her players, um, whether it was the starting lineup or the, or, or the times that she went small. But it was also she mentioned something that said, hey, the WNBA is obviously coached differently. It's a different type of game. But she also ingratiated the NBA terminology into her players. And she danced the NBA set, if you notice, in that Seattle game, uh, in that, I mean, that Seattle series. And so to be able to outsmart your opponent, or outthink your opponent, I think that's what also carried over the incredible play from, from Asia Wilson, Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Plum. And then by, by and large, in game four, uh, Jackie Young no longer became a real card fan. Uh, he finally emerged in, in the series, and we thought we saw that with a real Jackie Young, so he stand up and she stood up tall. Um, obviously, she made an incredible play in game three that sent the game into overtime. Ultimately, broke the, the back of the Seattle Storm. Um, but I think that was a, that was the most battle tested series that the Storm Aces Aces had faced in a very, very long time. Um, and I don't care who comes out of the East, whether it's Connecticut or Chicago, um, I got the Aces at four. Um, oh, I think nice. they're just a different team. They're in a, they're in a different mode. Um, and we could see, we could see a, a co-MVP final between, you know, Asa Wilson and, and Chelsea Gray because they've been playing incredibly out of their mind. And Chelsea Gray has just been on a tear. She reminded me of Chelsea Gillis and O'Fallow. That's just the same. Yeah. She's not only said opportunities for herself, but she's opportunities for her team. But she's still just a dominant effect of either way. And that's what that reminded me of in that series against Seattle. Nick, last question for you. The Dodgers could potentially clinch the division this weekend, Sunday in San Diego. Most likely it'll be next week. Your thoughts on that? You know, once they clinch the division, what should they do? Should they try to rest guys? Should they try to get home field? I think it's a combination of both, Ross. I think you're going to have to try to rest guys at, at different moments. But I think you want to still have that home field advantage, especially with you. If you're going to go on today, Robert's guarantee of winning a World Series, you're going to need all the home cooking you can get. Um, because I think their toughest test is ahead of them. And I think that's when they, when they face the New York Mets either, you know, sometimes. More than likely, I believe, it's the NLCS. They'll be able to face And that's going to be a very, very grueling dog fight of the series uh, for the Dodgers. So I think you're going you to need that home field. Uh, hey, Nick, do you have a tractor very, behind very, very you? Is that a tractor no, behind actually, you? No, I'm actually in a barbershop. See, this is... I'm, oh, I'm actually, man. So Someone's I'm actually, getting their I'm haircut. Actually, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. See, it's how much I love you guys. I'm actually, getting, <laughs> I'm actually getting myself together. And I'm still talking to you guys. See, that's how much I'm I love you I'm trying to figure out what was happening. <laughs> it was every so often. I'm like... <laughs> That, I, I, like, I didn't know if it was, like, the reception. <laughs> Nick's gonna... I love it, Nick. Listen, you are the, you are the best-looking guy in the press box tonight. We are about to wrap up. So I don't know what the, That was amazing. I was trying to figure out what that was. Uh, Nick. Sorry about that. No, you are the best. You got to look good. It is championship better night at SoFi Stadium. Brandon's going to be there. Grant Moan is going to be there. I'm going to be there. But more importantly, the good-looking, freshly cut Nick Hamilton will will, uh, be there. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. 
This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we worry, brothers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.